podcast for today. It is July 13th, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy here with our CEO and DFS pro Jason Mizrahi. As we get into the night slate for Saturday, why don't we start with Tampa Bay and Baltimore. Charlie Morton, 11,800 on DraftKings. Well worth it. But uh, I don't know if we could use Tampa Bay bats tonight because uh, John Means, the very underrated John Means in fantasy circles, of course, the guy was an all-star, so I think people have realized how well he's pitched. He's only 8,400. Uh, you know, knowing how Jason is, he's probably not going to want to spend up for Morton, although he's well worth it and a good cash game play. But what do you actually think about using Means at 8,400 if he can get the strikeout upside? Price... Price prevents me from playing means. Um, if you saw what Tampa Bay did on Friday night, that also has me a little bit worried about means. I know means has been good. Um, some could even say he's been great. Um, but I'm going to stay away here. You know, I don't think really he's, he's not. He's not expensive at all. Yeah, he's not expensive at all. Um, but you know, it's, it's a spot that I'm going to stay away from. I, I think. There'll be some better spots. I think Tampa Bay, they surprised a lot of people. They put up 16, 17 runs, whatever the hell they did on, on Friday night. Um, Austin Meadows left the game, so there's a possibility that he might be out. But this lineup is still strong enough that I don't want to attack these raised bats in Baltimore. It's going to be in the mid-80s on Saturday night there. The ball's going to be carrying out to Hitters Park. I'm not going to stack the Rays. I think some people might jump back on the bandwagon after they did what they did on Friday night. I got this more of a fade spot. Charlie Morton is is quite expensive on both sites here. And there's some other pitchers that have a little bit more of a pedigree um, that I might go up and pay for instead. So I'm going to stay away from Morton. I don't, I don't hate to play, but I think there might be better spots here. Okay. Well, I certainly wouldn't stack Tampa Bay against means that would be a mistake. No, no, I'm not yeah. stacking them. I'm going to let everybody. Yeah. No, I'm saying if it, everybody, anybody else is listening, considering it, don't do it. Minnesota's at Cleveland. we got a really good pitching matchup. Trevor Bauer against Jake Odorizzi. Odorizzi has fallen off a little bit, though, which means his price has been driven down to just 7700 Kind of made me make it a GPP play if you want to risk it against Bauer. Uh, who's definitely uh, cheaper than Charlie Morton. He's $1,000 cheaper, $10,800. Uh, how much do you like an Odorizzi at the, this price? Um, Cleveland, you know, they, they started hitting a little bit better before the break. They disappointed on Friday night. Um, Odorizzi, he makes some sense. Um, it's weird. This slate is not that easy to, to, to pick. We have a lot of good pitchers. But all the all the matchups aren't great. You know, you got Sale. We're going to talk about Nola, Bauer, Corbin, Matt Boy, Bumgarner, and then you got guys like you know Lucchese, Odorizzi, Miley, and Tehran. We got to talk about too. Pitching is, you know, from the early look that I'm looking at right now, pitching is going to be tough. I think pitching makes or breaks you because there's a lot of aces on the slate. Um, some of them are going to go out there and do their thing, but none of them are really in a great matchup. You know, Minnesota can hit. Um, so I have Bauer. It's tough. You know, it, it's a very tough slate for pitching for me. Cause I don't know where to go right now. And I think, you know, I think I'm going to go to the guy with the, the easiest matchup. So I'm probably going to fade Bauer here. And I'm going to fade Odorizzi and I'm going to stay away from this game. I think they're too good of pitchers to attack them with batters. And I think the lineups are, 
you know, are tough matchups for each other as well. So I'm going to fade both sides. Odorizzi has given up uh, 16 runs in his last four starts. That's what's kind of driving his price down. But, uh, you know, if I'm going to roll out multiple lineups, I, I think I may, might uh, actually roll him out as a tournament play. Uh, Arizona, so cheap, you know, load up on some bats on somewhere else. Arizona's in St. Louis. Merrill Kelly, who's pitched well at times against Dakota Hudson. Uh, Hudson is only 6,800, but this game has a stay-away look for me with uh, all the other pitching on the slate. Not guys you necessarily want to stack out, stack against or not guys that you necessarily feel great about either. Yeah, Hudson's been, you know, I think Hudson's the better pitcher here. Um, I'm looking at his price on FanDuel, 7,900. You mentioned he's even cheaper on DraftKings. Maybe as an SP2 on DraftKings, he makes some sense. But with all these aces going on FanDuel, you're going to need your pitcher, I think, on, on today's or tonight's slate to grab you 40 points because there's enough aces here that somebody's going to, you know, good pitching or great pitching can outduel um, good hitting and good lineup. So I think Sale can go out there and have a good game. And all the other guys we mentioned, there's a, there's a bunch of them. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from these value guys that don't have the ceiling, and I think Hudson um, is not that guy who has the ceiling to go up there and get you 30, 40 points or 50 points with what I think you're gonna need. And these lineups they don't do anything for me. You know, I wish you know there was a better pitcher going here because I like to attack these two lineups, but unfortunately there's not. All right, Detroit to Kansas City, Matthew Boyd against Brad Keller. You have to like the matchup for Boyd, but he's eleven thousand one hundred on DraftKings. But uh, yeah, this is the guy, Scott. Sorry to cut you off. This is the guy that I think I want to attack with. Um, he's got the easiest matchup of all the aces. Um, he's got the K potential. You know, coming off two starts of double-digit Ks, thirteen and eleven, and you saw what Garrett Cole did on Friday night. He had an off game. He wasn't, you know, doing. He wasn't his best. But he still went out there and had double-digit strikeouts, and it saved his, you know, it saved his fantasy lineup. Um, and he was expensive, but he still got there. I think Boyd still gets there pretty much no matter what. You know, he's averaging, you know, over seven Ks a game in his last like ten games here. So if he goes out there and even lets up a couple earned runs to these pesky Royal hitters, I still think he gets you 30, 40 points. And I think he's safer in in his recent form. Than a guy like Chris Sale, who's priced up and going against these Dodgers, even though Rodriguez went in there and shut down the Dodgers on Friday night, I really like Boyd. I'm not going to take any of the batters from this game because Keller is good enough. But Boyd is is, is somebody that I'm definitely going to be targeting for both cash games and GPPs. Yeah, I disagree about not using some bats against Keller. Maybe some guys to fill in with your other stacks. You got Christian Stewart at 3,300. Miguel Cabrera at 3,600. Heimer Candelario at 3,800. There's a lot of possible ways that you could save. Uh, if you're going to use Boyd, though, he's 11,100. So maybe on a site like DraftKings, uh, you have to go with a cheaper pitcher. Maybe that's where you pair with an Odorizzi. The Dodgers at the Red Sox, stripling against Chris Sale. Chris Sale is 10,500. He's actually he's actually cheaper than Boyd, but it's a better lineup that he's facing. Maybe a few Dodger bats against Stripling, but uh, I'm not crazy about it. This game has a look at something I want to steer clear with because you never know when Stripling can come out and have a good start. Yeah, I think I think Sale should get some ownership. 
I think if you're making multiple lineups, you saw what Rodriguez did to these Dodgers. They've cooled off, you know, in the last month, last couple of weeks specifically. So I think Chris Sale, on any slate, he's playable. He's got the talent to go out there and shut down any team. And you don't know when it's coming. But, you know, when it does come, it's not going to be a 20 or 30 point game. The guy's going to go out there and drop you 55, 60 Fanduel points. So, you know, you could be fading him two or three nights in a two or three starts in a row and you could be right and then that one time he goes out there and push pitches that game he's going to be untouchable and if you don't have him in cash games or tournaments you're not going to make big money so i think you take some ownership here on chris sale um i would split my ownership between him and matt boyd you know my cash games and there's some other guys um that we can mention on both FanDuel and DraftKings that come in you know that you can pair him up with like you know a guy that we're going to talk about soon Julio Tehran on DraftKings is priced at 6,600 versus these Padres, where he'd be a good guy to pair up with a Boyd or a Sale or a Morton. Um, but I think you take, you know, out of the guys that we've already mentioned, I think Sale and Boyd would be the way I would go. And I would I would prefer them to over Bauer and Morton. Um, but Morton is pretty close there, too. He's just really expensive on DraftKings. I don't know if I want to spend an extra $1,000 over Sale. San Francisco's at Milwaukee. Madison Bumgarner will make the start. Uh, he's just priced at 9000 but it's against that Milwaukee lineup. But, uh, hey, it's contrarian. You know, Bumgarner still shows he can shut down anybody. Then you got some. They got Zach Davies, who still looks like a bat boy and also pitches like one. Alex Dickerson is 4400 Not incredibly expensive. Brandon Belt is 4000 You got Joe Panic as a punt. At thirty one hundred, uh, you know, well, what do you think? Maybe I, I know you liked the San Francisco stack yesterday. What about going back to it today? Yeah, I liked it, and it, it paid off. You know, Crawford hit a home run. We had a couple home runs. Posey hit a late grand slam. I don't think anybody had him um, in that matchup. But um, I would vote to the Giants side. I think Bumgarner is pitching for a job right now. I think he's definitely going to go to a team. Maybe the Yankees. I know there's a couple teams looking at him. The guy's a beast. The guy's, you know, he's got the attitude of a winner. When he's pitching for a job, he should have some extra motivation. Pricing on FanDuel at 9200 I'd rather pay up the 900 bucks to go get Boyd or pay up, you know, $1,500 to get Chris Sale or somebody else here. So I'm not going to play Baumgartner. I'm not going to play Milwaukee Bats. If I had to lean Bats in this game, I would lean San Francisco. And if I wanted to take a shot in the dart, uh, if the pricing dictated it, on FanDuel, I don't think the pricing is right to grab him, but I, I could see Baumgartner going out there and, and pitching for a job, pitching for a new team, potentially go out there and have a good game. All right, shot in the dark. Very good Ozzy Osbourne song. Uh, nice quote there. Uh, Washington's in Philadelphia. It's Corbin against Nola. Corbin's been pitching really well, but 11,400 against the Philadelphia lineup. Maybe you something to want to avoid. Aaron Nola, 10,300. Uh, uh, probably one of these, the better of these two pitchers, and Nola's coming off from four consecutive good starts right now. It seems like he can pitch well against anybody. I actually spoke to uh, Aaron Nola last week and asked him what was the difference, you know, for him lately. And you know, he said he's just feeling better and he has better command of his fastball recently. Yeah, it's this is a game that I think if you're if you're a, a baseball you know, Savant, you just want to watch the game. You know, it's a NL East matchup, two pitching, you know, uh, studs. They're two aces. They've been pitching well. They like to compete. 
Um, I'm fading it, though. I can't tell you who's going to win this game. I don't bet this game. I don't stack this game. And pitching, you know, I think they're they're both good pitchers and they're going against good lineups. And I can't tell you which way to go. I don't know who's going to win the game. And I like the matchup for Sale or Morton or Boyd better than them because Washington and Philly are, are both coming around and starting to hit. So I'm staying away from this spot. You know, I think this is a game just to watch from a baseball perspective and not really load up on a, from a, a fantasy perspective. Houston's in Texas, the battle of the Lone Star State. Wade Miley, not exactly somebody to stack against confidently, maybe in a GPP. Mike Miner, 9,700 on DraftKings, but, uh, you know, going against that Astros lineup, you know, this game is, you pro- I think you find, probably find better spots uh, definitely for pitching here. Yeah, so, like, here's the thing. Like, we, we had this equation last night um, on Friday. We had a Coors Field game, and I remember talking to you, and I said, I always I love Coors Field. Listen, it's won me so much money, you know, over the last seven, eight years, um, and I attack it whenever I can attack it. But I look for spots where I can fade it. And last night was a spot that I chose to fade it. Um, and I was on Houston way more than I was on Colorado or the Reds. Um and I think we have a similar spot here now. Uh, I love playing games in Arlington when it gets hot, summer heat. Um, but this is a spot now that I don't think you load up like you loaded up last night with these Astros because Miner's been really good. you know. So I think he can go in there and shut down Alvarez and Reddick and all those lefties that they got. If he finds ways around Altuve and, and uh, Springer and if Bregman comes back, um, I got to see the lineup. But I'm going to stay away for right now. Um, I think they go a little bit under-owned compared to last night. And then Miley, crafty lefty, you know, I think he goes in there and pitches better than Garrett Cole did from an earned run perspective. And I think he's he's tough enough to, to get me off this game. You know, so for right now, I think there's better spots to attack from a hitting standpoint than this game. Yeah, I've seen some people recommending that stack against Miley. And it just, it really hasn't worked. You know, it's almost kind of like a miniature Jason Vargas kind of thing. Where Miley's allowed one run each of his last two starts. And he is not allowed more than four runs all season. And only had twice. So, I don't know what he's playing. I recommendation comes from. Maybe reputation or something. What do you think? Yeah, Scott, you were cutting up a little bit there. So, um, yeah, like I said, I I do not like this game as much as I like these these Astros last night. Um, but you know, going into the next game, I think but, it's a but game- before we go before we go into the next game, sorry for the technical difficulty. But I was saying basically, Miley has only allowed more than four three hard runs twice all year long. So I don't know where these stack recommendations against Miley come from. It's almost like- it, it just comes it comes from the fact that he's just you know a softer tossing lefty. Look at Vargas for example. You know everybody was kind of shitting on him, you know, all season long and he went out there and started pitching better and better and better. And then, you know, last night he got crazy ownership. He was cheap and everybody played him, and he went out there against one of the worst teams and got blown up. And, you know, he made people money for the people who faded him because a lot of people were on him because he was really cheap on both FanDuel and DraftKings. So, you know, I think Miley, if you had to rate Miley versus Vargas, 
They're pretty much the same guy. You know, it's, it's the know. same thing. Vargas had a streak of 12 consecutive starts where he had only allowed three earned runs or less. And last night was the first time he gave up uh, four earned runs since the season opener. And his blow-up game was giving up four earned runs. So I'm still yeah, not stacking against That's what, that's what against I'm saying. Him. Like, he's not – Vargas and my aces. Miley the exact same so. thing. My yeah, I wouldn't stack them all the time, but you know, every once in a while, every four or five starts, it's going to work out for somebody who stacked on him. So I don't think he's. It's, it hasn't worked out all season on either pitcher. There yeah. hasn't been one single night against Jason Vargas or Wade Miley where a stack has worked against either pitcher. Yeah. All right. So as I'm saying, I'm yeah. I'm agreeing with you. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna go against Miley. I'm not gonna stack against him, but I wouldn't be shocked if he gets lit up either. Is what I'm saying. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Cincinnati and Colorado, Tanner Roark against Kyle Freeland. Uh, you got to like bats on both sides here. It, it goes without saying. You could probably save more money, though, uh, on the other side of the game. Uh, Yasiel Puig, you'll have to spend 5300 I bet the other side, I bet these, uh, these bats for uh, Cincinnati. There's some money-saving opportunities here other yeah, than, than, than Puig and Suarez. Uh, Jose Peraza, if you want to try and punt him, He's only he's only thirty four hundred dollars, uh, you know. But there's some guys in this lineup that you can certainly save money, uh, and it's a lefty, you know, going tonight for Colorado. Yeah, so like you, you hit the nail on the on the head here. I, I think Cincinnati is a spot here that's got the smash spot. Freeland has been pitching terribly, um, not lasting long in games. You couldn't ask for a better matchup. Now he's got a, you know a home matchup in Coors Field and the guys that you want to target Suarez. I don't mind playing Iglesias as a punt shortstop Puig Sensel. You know, you want to get, I think this is the time to load back up. Hopefully, you know, people get scared off of what happened last night and say, okay, we're going to fade Coors again, but this is the time I want to get on the train. I'm fully confident. These reds are going to go out there and, and smash freely. And we're going to get into this Rockies bullpen and the tough question is the backside of things. I think Tanner Rourke has pitched better than people give him credit for. He's coming in with a 3.5 URA. You know, he, he pitched great against Milwaukee. And he pitches in, you know, a big a big hitter's park that probably only plays second to Coors Field in Cincinnati. So he knows how to pitch, um, you know, in a ballpark that's you know, leans heavily towards hitting. So that's a tough question here because – you look at his game logs, you know, Rourke has been good. He lasts five, six innings. We have to figure out when he's going to get knocked out because the Cincinnati, bull, the Cincinnati bullpen is terrible. You know, you saw what they did late in three innings or two innings. They just loaded up and Murphy hit a home run and Dahl hit a home run and Colorado squeaked out the game. But, you know, I think you can play in hopes to get into the Cincinnati bullpen. And at the end of the day, Rourke's not a pitcher that scares me, so... Blackman, Dahl, Murphy, Arenado, Story, they're all in play. I'm going to game stack this game. I think it's a clear-cut, you know, best option for the for the slate. I'm going to put my money behind this game, and it just comes down to what pitcher fits with the bats I want from this game. Scott, you're cutting up yeah. again, man. So um, the next game we got going here is Atlanta and San Diego. Um, we got Tehran versus Lucchese. Um, The game didn't play out um, that explosive last night with, you know, pitchers who were 
you know, lesser than Tehran and Lucchese, I, I would say. And I think both these pitches come into play here. Um, I'll be more on Tehran for the discount. I think Tehran is priced very aggressively on DraftKings at 6600 I think the same thing goes for him on FanDuel. So I think Tehran is the guy that you want to look at when it comes to, you know, your value plays here. Well, here, here's the thing with Tehran. Apologies for the technical difficulties here. 6600 is aggressive. That's the first thing I want to ask. That's very low. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're tempting you to take him. I think Atlanta's in line for the win. I think Lucchese is even a guy you want to look at on FanDuel as well. So on FanDuel, they're both Tehran's 8,000, Lucchese's 7,800. They're both in play. I think they're probably the two best value plays on the slate. If you got an edge and you think that San Diego's going to win the game, I go Lucchese. If you think Atlanta's going to win the game, I go Tehran. I think they're both right there. I would lean towards Tehran. I think the Braves are a better overall team than San Diego. They got more explosive bats. And the Padres have more power from the right-hand side as the pitchers park. So I think in my lineups where I need that value play, I'm going Tehran, especially on DraftKings at 6,600. I think it's a must-start at SP2. You got to take a chance to roll the dice with somebody. You pair them up with a, you know, a top-end pitcher. I think that's the way to go, and I think that's where most of the Sharks will go you know, on Saturday night. And I think on FanDuel, if Tehran at 8,000 can be in the same ballpark and he gets you 35, maybe pushes for 40 points, and these top-end guys only land in that 45 to 50-point range, that two $3,000 discount can make a lot of a difference to get those scores bats that I think you need in that lineup. Well, I wouldn't exactly call him a must-start because, you know, San Diego is not a walkover lineup, and Tehran is terrible away from home. He's got a 461 road ERA. He's much better at home. Yeah, but at that price, you're not looking for much. You know, your SP2 on DraftKings, you're looking for him just to to get you through six innings, maybe get you four or five Ks, and then be in line for the win. If he gets you there, I think you're golden, man. I'd rather use Odorizzi for that kind of thing. He's What's only 7,700. What's what? that? What's the, the price? Odorizzi's only 7,700. I think now 1,100 might come into play, number one. It's 800. 800. I, if it's if it comes down to where I have to get a hitter in there and there's $800 difference, but you know, straight up, I, I, I'd rather I'd rather have Oda Reason than Tehran tonight. I hate Tehran away from Atlanta. All right, we'll see what happens. I think he's a good play either way. Okay, Seattle's in Los Angeles. Seattle's uh, pitcher looking at their website still has to be determined against Matt Harvey. So maybe you like some Seattle bats here tonight. Malik Smith is just 4,100, and J.P. Crawford is just 3,900. What do you think of a Mariner stack against Harvey? I think this game, you know, I'm going to point out something. You know, me and uh, David Jones, Tenacious D, um, who's now working with us, shout out to him. He's got a couple qualifier ticket, tickets to, you know, the FanDuel World Championship. And we were talking before the game um, on Friday and he had his plays. I had my plays. We were stacking stuff. And we were talking about narratives. Narratives for the listeners are, you know, whenever we think that maybe the, the team or their player might have a little bit more of a reason to go out there and, and do their thing. And uh, we both slipped up, you know, to be honest. We were talking about this morning. We're like, man, we were targeting other games based on, you know, feelings and narratives and, and gut calls, just trying to be different and take down some GPPs. 
And we totally missed the boat on the fact that Tyler Skaggs' mother, you know, went out there and threw the first pitch. And there was a first time back in Anaheim. And what did the Angels do? They just blew up, you know, the Seattle pitching. And they went out there and Trout had a monster game. The whole team had a monster game. And miraculously, Scott, if you haven't seen it, I know you go to bed early sometimes. Uh, if you didn't see it, the Angels pitched a combined no-hitter. Um, yeah, I saw that, yep. And they went out there, and it was probably one of the coolest things I've seen in sports in a while. They were all wearing Skaggs jerseys, yep. uh, number 45, and they all went out to the mound after the no-hitter and put their jerseys down on the mound. So it was a real touching moment. And, yep. you know, we we missed that, you know, from a DFS perspective. They had something to prove. They went out there, and they wanted to win this game for them. And their team went out there and put up double-digit runs. I think they scored seven runs in the first inning. They were in double digits by the second or third inning. Trout had a monster game. They went out there and pitched a no-hitter. So if you don't believe in, you know, other factors, go look at that game and tell me differently because what's the odds they go out there and pitch a combined no-hitter and they just blow up the pitcher in the first inning? You know, from a DFS standpoint, whoever hit on that looks like geniuses and the guys who didn't, like me, me and Dave, you know, are kicking ourselves this morning. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, very often, not not as often as a game like the NFL, but, uh, you know, you got to take intangibles into account. That's a good point. But for tonight, though, uh, for tonight, intangibles what, aside, you know, Matt Harvey is a 750 ERA. Yeah, Seattle's not the strongest lineup. I'll, I'll pick and choose for value. I think the Angels are what you're going to want to go and grab here. We got to see who's pitching, but Mike Trout, I keep on repeating this thing, but he's really good at baseball. I think his – I was looking at his stats somewhere post on Twitter. I think his career OPS is now over 1,000, which is remarkable. Um, and, you know, the Angels are definitely going to come in as one of the top stacks outside of Coors. So I think you go back to the Trout train, um, up to Notani, grab your value, guys. Depending if it's, if it's a righty, go after Bauer. Um, but you know, mix and match. They have some cheap guys in his lineup now, like a Fletcher at 2,600, who's been batting leadoff. They've called up some younger dudes. So look at the lineup when it comes out, see the pitcher. And like you said, I don't mind these Seattle bats like JP Crawford, Malik Smith, a Vogelbach. We know who Matt Harvey is. He is not the dark Knight no more. He had one of the, the greatest declines in sports history that I've ever seen. King of New York, dark Knight to, can't land on a team, number five starter in the bullpen, and just lost all his stuff. So, yeah, we can attack with Seattle. I think this is a little sneaky game stack because nobody really wants to play Seattle. So, I like Seattle. I like these Angels. I like the game in Coors Field. We got to figure out who to pitch up top um, from a pitching perspective. I, know, think I, think we'll, I think we're leading, leading Boyd that, that way. Yeah, I think I'm leading Boyd, and I'm, I'm going to give Chris Sale a chance after what – Rodriguez did to these Dodgers last night. I think Chris Sale can go out there to do the same thing. So I think from a top-end perspective, I like Sale and Boyd. And then for value, I think I'm going to take a shot on Tehran and hope he gets me there um, at a value at a value position. You know, at $8,000 on FanDuel and he's super cheap on DraftKings, I think it makes some sense. And maybe, 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 maybe if I got the courage, you know, maybe a guy like Wade Miley or Lucchese at 7,500, 7,800, you know, makes some sense as well. Just hoping that they go out there and get you 35 points. And, you know, Miley can strike out people. So I think he's somewhat sneaky on FanDuel. 
you know, if he can get the win, he can last six innings and get you 35, 40 points. I think he also makes some sense. But, you know, I think you, you played safe. You go Sale and, and Boyd up top. And then for your GPPs only, you go Tehran and maybe like a guy like Miley and, and give them a shot. And like I said, for stacks, is that course field game, the Seattle Angel game are the two clear-cut um, games that I'm going to be attacking from a stack perspective and maybe take a shot on a team like Boston. But outside of that, I'm going to try my best to fade this Houston-Texas game and really be on these two late games between Coors Field and Anaheim and look to see maybe grab some value in a couple different spots. But, you know, that's it for the podcast. Scott, enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I know you Don't got forget about Odorizzi at 7,700 in a GPP. Yeah, and one last thing, you know, for the listeners out there, we did a we did our first free roll, um, and you know went really really well. We gave out a free gold membership to Chris. Um, Chris, if you're out there, we still need to hear from you. I need to get your information. So if you're listening to the podcast right now, we gave away one gold membership, which is our premier membership for an entire year to the guy who finished in first place. We're gonna be doing these free rolls every week on FanDuel. Just go to FanDuel.com backslash WinDaily. Um, most likely they're going to be every single Friday. Check out our website at WinDailySports.com just to get updates. And we gave the top second, third, fourth, and fifth place a free month membership. And with that month membership, they get access to our all our premium access to all our sports, NASCAR, golf, soccer, baseball, football, basketball, um, everything that we're offering at this point. And they get access to our premium Slack channel, our projection model. So it's a great addition. We're giving away for free. We want more people enter the Win Daily family. So, you know, shout out goes to the five people who qualified for those free memberships. And be on the lookout for the next free roll that's going to be coming up next week. All right. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you tomorrow on the Win Daily podcast.